Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, you know, leadership is all about community leaders, and we have two of the brightest and youngest leaders with us today from the New Brunswick Education Foundation, Mr. Ken Bland and Ms. Asi Bangura. Did I say that correctly? Yes, you did. All right, beautiful. Before we jump into the New, the New Brunswick Education Foundation, uh, could you share with our audience a little bit about your back education and background? Sure. Asi, we'll let you ladies go first. Absolutely. Um, I am a alumni, proud alumni of Seton Hall University, class of 2013, and I received a, a Bachelor of Arts in Journalism. And class of 2017, this past May, I just graduated with my Master's in Strategic Communication. Um, so a lot of my background is in entertainment production. Um, currently, I work as a production coordinator for WNET New York Public Media. Um, and Channel 13, PBS, you know, that whole family. And um, I used to work for Viacom in their production development department, specifically with VH1. And I also worked for the NBA. Um, and I was a broadcast as assistant there. And that was my first job out of undergrad, thanks to Seton Hall's uh, Career Center. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Ken? Yeah. Well, it's hard for me to uh, put my resume up against those hard hitters, but um, you know, I'd like to thank you for having us tonight. You know, it's always a pleasure coming on the show. Um, I attended Rutgers, and I, I studied political science and economics, and then um, I started a community bank and really focused on um, community development at that bank, and uh, we worked with the Community Reinvestment Act, which was established in 1979 and requires banks to uh, not only operate in their market, but to actually serve that market, so take it a step further. Um, so community relations, and uh, then I got into lending, uh, community development lending for CDFI, which is a community development financial institution. Um, banks basically, you know, provide large grants to this type, type of organization, and that organization then deploys those funds into economically underserved markets. You know, this one primarily focused on New Jersey. Um, it was a great experience, you know, got to meet a, a bunch of wonderful people who are really dedicated to seeing this uh, state succeed. And now I'm um, back at the bank that I started at doing commercial lending on a traditional you know, type of platform. Um, and we are dedicated to making sure that that also pours into helping New Brunswick and Middlesex County as a whole you know, resurface and, and, and keep on developing. Well, that is great to hear. That is great to hear. Let's talk about the New Brunswick Education Foundation. Asi, what is it all about? When did it start and why did it start? So the New Brunswick Education Foundation started 11 years ago, and it is a nonprofit organization um, based in New Brunswick, New Jersey, and near Rutgers territory. <laughs> yep, yep. And um, it is an organization that provides scholarships, teacher grants, um, college workshops, career workshops for New Brunswick High School, New Brunswick public school students and alumni. So on the elementary and middle school level, it's more of prepping the students to get a feel for what college is like and really getting get, having college be a part of their everyday conversation. Um, once they transition into the high school level, level um, the organization works with the students as far as just getting them involved in a lot of workshops, career development, um, teaching them the college application process, how to write a proper personal statement. Um, so once they succeed and they get accepted into their schools, then they then join the New Brunswick Education College Network, where um, the as an alum, you still have 
you still can, you can still go back home no matter where you are, um, no matter what school, and you still have access to scholarships, to um, career w workshops, even learning how to, if it's your first year, learning how to really maintain that college life, balancing work and play. Um, and even and now, where the New Brunswick Education Foundation has developed a postgraduate program, where graduate students will also have the opportunity to apply for scholarships and learn how to work it out in the real world and learning leadership and things of that nature. So you you're both on the board. Correct. Um, what are some of the challenges that your organization faces, and how can the public help? Well, uh, with the nonprofit, the main challenge is always financing, you know, and, and fund development. Um, so, you know, that's one of the issues that I think nonprofits across the board are dealing with, you know, especially with, um, you know, the political climate right now. Um, you know, and I think additionally, you know, we're going through a, a transition period. Um, shout out to Mr. Ford, uh, yes. who's the executive director, who really, you know, incubated this entire this entire foundation and made it what it is today. He's actually going to pursue, you know, one of his dreams, and he'll be leaving the uh, organization um, next year. I think it is. Yeah. You know, so uh, we're we're you know actively looking for board members in the Greater New Brunswick area who are stakeholders in the community. Um, and, you know, if you're really passionate about community development, specifically in the sector of education, you know, um, we would love to have you come and apply. And, uh, you know, we're looking to expand our family. And uh, to be on the board, um, what are the responsibilities and requirements? Is there a financial commitment as well for that? Uh, well, you want to take that? No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no uh, financial commitment. You know, we just ask for time. We meet about uh, once every uh I'd say, to be fair, we'll say once a month, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, what, what we look for are individuals, you know, who either, you know, work in the greater New Brunswick area or from the greater, New, excuse me, New Brunswick area. Um, and we have the board broken down into various committees. So we have communication, we have fund developments, we have program development, we have the executive board, which is really the leadership, you know, so if you're familiar with nonprofits, familiar with education, or, you know, you just feel like you have a place, you know, or a voice that could really, you know, push the envelope forward for us, you know, we'll, we'll, welcome, we'll welcome you to come apply. And so this organization, I believe um, you had mentioned in our pre-interview mm -hmm. that it's been around for about 10 years. Yeah. Correct. Now, it was Mr. Ford the founder? Yes, he was. Wow. And he's going to... He's now leaving. ...depart. Yeah. So... I, I, think, I think the organization existed, but I think that... He kind of transformed, transformed what it was, it, and yes. like you know, uh, mm. really took it and and um, made it what it is in present day. I, right. I, I believe that there was a five hundred one c three that was dedicated to scholarships for New Brunswick children. Right. right. But what he did was you know completely different than what it was. Well, you know, I, I tell you, I've had a lot of folks on my show talking about different programs mm -hmm. and, and different community events, but this is the first one that I've I've talked folks I've talked to where you you go you know K through twelve and then college and then post-grad. Right. Yep. And another thing that I personally love about the organization is that it really supports the educators, right? Educators nowadays, they're a little underestimated and they're taken for granted. And the New Brunswick Education Foundation, we absolutely love our educators. We see them as as the core of of the of the lives of our students and to give, give them the proper education it is that they need. So providing these grants for them to do what they do in the classroom to make sure that the that these students are having a quality education is so important. Yeah, I think you should I think you should expand on the uh the grants and what the grants with the teachers actually mean, how the process works. 
Or you want me to do it? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so teachers apply for a grant, like just a regular paper application, go to the MBEF office, which is located in the Board of Education building, which works, right? Mm-hmm. It's very, very helpful. Mm-hmm. And um, they apply for grants. And I'm not too, I'm really not too sure of the logistics mm-hmm. about, you know, as far as like getting it. But I know that they have, there's a robotics program mm-hmm. um, that that's now at the high school. I'm not sure if it's on the elementary level. Mm-hmm. Um, and just giving, t- and even sponsoring teachers that want to have like little projects for their kids that students in New Brunswick aren't open to and probably some of them will never be open to like building but build like for example just building robots and um and I know for um there was also there was this huge science project mm-hmm. that um took place at the high school I don't know if you um no, I, wasn't familiar I mean it was it was really really big and if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. don't quote me I think it was in the paper. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was recognized in the paper for such great work, and MBF M- MBF um, um, received recognition for that. That is awesome. Yeah. And so the teacher, I mean, because we often hear the stories about teachers using their own money to buy supplies, exactly. which I, I think is it's 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 hard to come up with tough. words, right? It's yeah. Tough. It, yeah. It's it's like wait a minute. I, I'm I'm a school teacher, and I got to teach these students, but I have to. Right. Pay for right. supplies out of my pocket. And on top of that, these <clears throat> teachers, they have families <clears throat> of their own, right? Yes. Their mothers, their fathers, yeah. they are taking care of extended family. And teachers aren't making a lot of money. I was going to say, let's, let's be honest. Teachers, teachers don't make as much as they should. <laughs> they do. You know, um, and especially in, in troubled neighborhoods. Sure. Um, you know, so the Innovative Teacher Grant Program, what it's called, you know, it's, um, you know, to add what Asi said, you know, it essentially allows teachers to come up with innovative programs mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. aren't funded by the Board of Education, mm-hmm. and the uh, New Brunswick Education Foundation supplements that right. uh, that revenue so that they can provide these innovative programs to the students. Speaking of revenue, um, do you have an annual campaign that people, uh, of course, you're, you're, you will take a donations at any time. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but, is, but is there a particular month of the year that you have an annual campaign to do a fundraising? Well, December. <laughs> well, De- December and in June. And Every June, June mm-hmm. we have our um, our scholarship gala mm-hmm. where um, college students and a couple of high school students are recognized and they receive scholar- um, college scholarships. Yep. This year, mm-hmm. we gave eight. I don't want to say a number. Yeah, it, it was a lot. I'm it not sure of the lot. number, but it was, it was you mm-hmm. know. I, I know for a fact that it was definitely over $60,000. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That I know for a fact. I'm pretty sure fact. it was over wow. seventy two. Yeah, yeah wow. it may have been over seventy. That is awesome. And mm-hmm. every and we have everyone is invited, the entire community. Mm-hmm. We have a ton of community leaders that come mm-hmm. and former and alumni that come and donate and donate money there. And you can donate prior and through the through, through our ticket sales. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's our really I think that's where we gain the most sure, donations. Sure. And then this at the end of this month, you want to talk about the other event that we have for the young professionals? Oh, absolutely. So um, every December, um, when the college um, students are when the college students are um, are on winter break, we have a network a college networking event where they get to network with professionals with in all industries. They're not they're not necessarily new. Um, alumni of New Brunswick High School, but they come, they mix and mingle, really mm-hmm. giving students the opportunity to learn how to network in a professional way. So afterwards, there's food, um, games, now, entertainment. These are, are these high school students? These are the college students. The college students. Go yeah, ahead. and there are some, there mm-hmm. are some, oh, I'm sorry, there's a select number of high school students that are invited um, mm-hmm. to the event, but it's it's mainly for the co- for college students, New Brunswick High School That's alumni. Awesome. That is awesome. Um, so after the meet and greet in the beginning, um, mm-hmm. afterwards they have dinner, um, mm-hmm. it's 
they they have it at the Imperia, which is this really fancy restaurant. I mean, um, um venue in um Somerset, New Jersey, and they cater. There's a DJ. I mean, it's really really fun. And every year they have a, a guest speaker who comes in and really is just that motivational speaker to get them going, so that when they go back to school in January, you know, they're all motivated and pumped up to just keep it going. And and you know, to add what Asi said, I I'm not from New Brunswick. I'm from Edison, so mm-hmm. you know. Being a part of this is something completely different from me than the individuals who get to experience the program from, you know, the uh, recipient level mm-hmm. and yeah. then they, you know, transition into the board, you know, level. Yeah. And, um, you know, just seeing the cyclical process happen where you have, you know, these brilliant students transforming into brilliant adults and then coming back into their neighborhood to make sure that the cycle continues. It's something that so many cities around the country, you know, can can benefit from the platform. You know, oh, no so doubt. No doubt. Yeah. And uh, what's the website for um, the New Brunswick uh, Education Foundation? It is nbefonline.org. Remember that, folks. You want to go to nbefonline.org. Beautiful. And um, how many I mean, what, are these after-school programs that you put on? And how many students go through these or, through a typical year? How many folks are coming through? Through for the college network, I know that right now the numbers, the number of of college students that we have now is sorry um about 150 it may be a little bit more than that um 150 150 wow. mm-hmm. yeah alumni that's nice active wow yeah. and, wh- and what about the k-12 through programs for k-12 through is not necessarily an after-school program mm-hmm. it's just different workshops that I are see. held I like throughout you. the school year uh-huh. for teachers for students okay yeah very nice very nice and um do you find that the community is very supportive Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that you really see the community support in our at our scholarship gala in June. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with the leaders from we have the, the New Brunswick Teen Center leaders from there. Mm-hmm. Um, we have um, the especially from our alumni. We have our um, Hall of Fame we, during the scholarship gala. We also have a Hall of Fame um, induction for Seton Hall alumni who are out doing amazing things in different in different places around the world. We actually had a couple um, of 2017 Hall of Fame inductees join the board so that just comes to show that you know we do have the support of our alumni we do have the support of our community and they want to come back and give back um i know that for me i was a recipient i was a recipient of a a scholarship that helped me pay for books for my first two years um at seton hall and you know, during I know when I was here and I enjoyed the, the the I was enjoying my time here, and I'm like, oh, you know, what? I'm never going back to New Brunswick. There's nothing there <laughs> for me. I'm gonna stay in South Orange forever. And you better believe, after graduation in 2013, I ended up right back in New Brunswick. And um, my f- high school English teacher, Mr. Dunbar, um, who he passed away, he passed away now, and um, he always said, you always you have to come back. You have to come back. If you don't come back and help these students, who will, mm-hmm. right? So it wasn't until after he passed away when it really, really kicked in. And I'm like, I just can't. I just can't run away from yeah. home, you know <laughs> what I mean? And so it, I went back, and Mr. Ford invited me to, to join the board, and I couldn't say no. 
I couldn't say no. And having the opportunity to mix and mingle with the students during the college network, getting to when we go and visit the the schools at times and getting to see them and they remember your name, not only because you're alumni, they're like, yo, you're on the board. Look at you doing all these big things. <laughs> and you know what I mean? And that connection is still there. And so for me, it's, it was it's humbling. It's humbling. And I am a proud, proud, proud product of my environment. It's coming through. (laughs) I'm a very, very proud product of my environment and a proud product of MBEF. And again, another shout out to Mr. Ford. I've known him since I was 16 years old. And he has, he's really a second dad to me. And he's a dad to a lot of us um, um, through MBEF. And he's just doing such amazing, amazing, amazing things with that program. And it's definitely, gonna go places and gonna expand and I see it just growing into something big. Wow. Yeah, and I, I just like to add that, you know, another reason why I think the, um, you know, the experiment has been so successful is because of the stability and the New Brunswick local government. You know, I would like to uh, shout out um, a mayor, um, uh, Mayor Cahill, sorry. Uh, Happens he, to me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I had it all prepared, but uh, he's been the mayor for decades and you look at New mm-hmm. Brunswick where it was and where it is today, and the fact that it's been one mayor through the entire transition, and it's because he's been, you know, supportive of different initiatives that have been successful. You know, mm-hmm. he's realized, you know, what works, what doesn't work, and, um, you know, you go to New Brunswick today, and the proof is in the pudding. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with two community leaders, Ms. Asi Bangura and Mr. Kim Bland. They're with the New Brunswick Education Foundation. And they are on the board. And when I tell you that these are two very young, vibrant, energetic young folks to be on the board, I am so impressed. I am so impressed. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, they're looking for new board members. So yes, um, we are. Make, make sure that you uh, check them out. So, you know, we were talking, before we got on the air, we were talking about this, the topic that you raised, Asi, about the challenges of wanting to give back. Let's talk oh, about yeah. that. What, 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 first of all, what prompted you to want to talk about that and, and what are those challenges? So I experienced it while I was an undergrad, right? Um, I wanted to get out of New Brunswick so bad because um, I've been there all my life and I've had amazing memories, but I felt like I was trapped. So when I left and came to South Orange, only a 45-minute drive, um, I felt so far and I felt so different and I felt like I was on not to brag or not to feel that I was I was better than anybody but I just felt like my mindset and where I was was just so much different from the people that I went to high school with so there were especially my freshman year um, I found myself going back home a lot Um, to hang out with some of my friends who were there. And I realized that our conversations weren't the same, you know? Um, There are a lot of things that I wanted to talk about, like politics, you know, as a 19-year-old, where there are some of my old friends from high school didn't want to talk about that. They wanted to talk about who got locked up and, you know, who's having a baby now. And it's like, I don't want to talk about that stuff. Like, there are real-life things going on. So... When it came, especially when it came to my to my second semester of my freshman year, I started going home a lot less because I felt like there was nothing there. I felt like there was nothing connected, 
And I just wanted to stay here. I wanted to stay at Scene Hall. I wanted to be with my friends. I wanted to have good quality conversation. And I felt like I couldn't get that back at home. So I wanted to... I just wanted to be away. I wanted to go away. I wanted to break away from New Brunswick. And even when I was, even while I was at Seton Hall, um, you know, when I would tell people, "Oh, I'm from New Brunswick," I'll get the "Oh," right, and that and that silence. Um, I'm not trying to bring race or anything, but being a black woman from an urban community, um, you know, the, and coming to this PWI and and coming around students who who come from these affluent neighborhoods. Okay, so PWI. Oh, I'm sorry. PWI is a predominantly white institution. Right. For our listeners. For our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And coming to uh, this predominantly white institution and being around students who come from more affluent neighborhoods than I did, um, you know, they made me self-conscious. I'm just like, okay, kind of made me not proud Mm -hmm. to be from from there. And um, I bring up Mr. Dunbar again because he's just one of the, greatest people has, that has, God has ever brought into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and he will call me at like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock in the morning. I see, are you burning the midnight oil? <laughs> Literally, I, in AQ, my freshman year, he will call me every blessed Friday, <laughs> every Friday. And like, remember, he would leave me voicemails when I would ignore him. He's like, remember, you gotta, you gotta learn. You gotta put your, you gotta make sure that your parents' money isn't going to waste. Just remind me that I am on this campus. I am in school, so that I can not only better myself, but that so I can give back. So I struggled with that for a long time, long time, and it took a while for me. To, like, like I mentioned earlier, it took a while for me to finally accept. Like, you know what? my brother is still in this school system. Like, who's gonna help him if I don't? Who's gonna help him if another, you know, student from New Brunswick is not gonna go back? There are people who have left and have turned their backs. And um, so that's really like the challenge of really embracing from where you're from. I can go ahead and admit that I, there were moments in my undergrad career where I was not proud to be from New Brunswick because I got the look. Or because I got the O, New Brunswick. Oh, next to Rutgers, right? You always bring it, they always compare it to Rutgers, as if Rutgers is the entire New Brunswick. And um, so with those challenges, what I learned is that I do have the ability to change lives, right? Through New Brunswick Education Foundation, um, you know, and through the, the mentees that I've had, they've been able to go to college and do the same thing. You know, and it's like, why, why wouldn't I be so proud to be a part of that? So those are some of the challenges. But that's there's a there's always a bright side. Oh, I have right? no doubt about it. Always. No doubt about it. Ken, any uh, anything you'd like to add to your perspective? I on think the Ozzie did a great job. Um, I, you know, I just like to point out that, um, you know, I think it's important to recognize that, you know, any child that is um, in a position where, you know, their family struggling and they don't have the resources to get where they want to get to through the conventional way is the type of children that we're looking to help you know right. uh, no matter race you know or or um, you know or ethnicity you know um, or religion um, unfortunately um, children of color are primarily you know affected by that you know so that is you know the children that we wind up helping predominantly you know but you know we're out to help anybody who you know wants to work hard and be successful and is looking for some guidance you know 
That's what the New Brunswick Education Foundation is there for. For the board, is there any particular skill set that you're looking for? Or is there a volunteer time commitment that folks should be cognizant of? Yeah, I'd say that we're looking for somebody that's good with grant writing, you know, that um, has uh, connections with uh, various financial institutions and um, grant associations, you know, different type of um, fund development skill sets and qualities we're absolutely looking for. Also communications, you know. Um, you can never have enough people that can, you know, develop the brand and then, you know, make sure that that brand is, is pushed out to the people that need to know about it, you know. And currently how many folks are on the board? I think currently we have uh, 14, but our mm -hmm. max capacity is 20, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And to add to the qualifications, I guess, besides, you know, having the professional skill set and everything, you have to have a passion, right? Mm -hmm. You have to have a passion for wanting to give back to your community. You can go ahead and be the best grant writer on planet Earth, but if you don't have a passion for developing the youth and community development, the, that it's not going to flow through your words on paper. So you really have to have a really, really great passion, not only for, for young, for, not only for young students or anything, but just a passion, just to help, just to be helpful, just to wanting to give back. That's really, really important. Mm -hmm. That is that that is so true. That is so true. And so, uh, what's next for the New Brunswick Education Foundation? Um, you have your event coming up in December, did yes, you say? Yes, December 28th. Anything in January? Nothing in particular. Okay, no. but let's talk about December, December 28th. Mm -hmm. and, w and what is the event? That is the College Network. College Network. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for okay. the New Brunswick High School College alumni. And where would that be held? That will be held at the Imperia. In Somerset. The Imperia. In Somerset. Okay. The Imperia yeah. Somer in Somerset, New Jersey. Yeah. And I've seen them do a whole bunch of great things that uh, the organization uh, helps and provides. But honestly, I think the, the number one thing is the network. You know, uh, just coming into the network and being adopted into the New Brunswick family, you know, mm -hmm. not being from New Brunswick. There's just so many brilliant talented, truly talented, I'm talking Rhodes Scholars, people that are, you know, um, working on um, artificial intelligence, you know, it's just um, yeah. amazing the type of the quality of people, the caliber that you meet, you know. We have med students, um, um, uh, I can't remember his name, but he's interned for AT&T, oh, I mean Johnson & Johnson, all of these top companies in the country, yeah. he's interned for them. All through, all through the help of New Brunswick Education Foundation. Wow. I mean, we're really producing great, great, great future leaders. Wow, that is great. And so um, how, what is the way, if someone doesn't have time to be on the board, what are some of the other ways that they can contribute? Outside of, of course, donations are always accepted, <laughs> but w what other things do you, do you look for, for for people to help out? Well, that's a perfect question and a segue because I wanted to make sure I highlighted that we also have an advisory committee that yeah. the requirements are a lot less strenuous, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, they sort of advise the board in different capacities, you know, like I mentioned the different committees before, the advisory group will advise us on, you know, different uh, grants that are out there, you know, different uh, marketing tools, uh, things like crowdfunding, you know, mm -hmm. we're not too familiar with it. Just different ways to make the, uh, the um, organization make sure that it, it capitalizes on opportunities. What is the best way for someone to contact you? If they want to raise their hand and say, hey, I want to be on the board, I want to be on the advisory committee, what is the best way for them to, uh, to reach you? Well, well, if you go to the website, uh, which was uh, nbefonline.org, 
then you'll have uh, the contact tab that'll allow you to get into contact with either the executive director or uh, Gian Bland, who is the communications uh, director. Excellent. And so, um, when this this interview will be up on iTunes. Oh, okay. excellent. Um, which you'll Great. be able you could download it to your website and all that good stuff. Um, but, Asi, what is the most important thing you like to appeal to the young folks about how they can get involved as a participant in the New Brunswick Education Foundation? One thing that you will, I will want you to remember to all my fellow students out there, again, the passion has to be there. Um, I know that, and I'm gonna, if you don't mind for a second, I know that there are there are students on this campus who... About, about 20 seconds. Okay. There are students from New Brunswick who do attend Seton Hall. Okay. And you know what it's like to be, to not have the support it is that you really, really do need to succeed. And now that you're on this campus, you have that. And remember that you still have family at home. New Brunswick is your family. And have that passion in your heart to really go ahead and give back the same way that people were able to help you. Ken, anything you'd like to add to that before we close? Yeah, I like to add. I like to add to you know the people out there who are from communities similar to New Brunswick. You know, New Brunswick is great, but go back to your community and you know start the same type of platform. We need this all over the state. So if you're passionate about community, then you can do the same thing, and we look forward to helping if you need it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, our time is up. I want to thank Ms. Asi Bangura and Mr. Ken Bland of the New Brunswick Education Foundation. Thank you for coming on the Thanks program. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Thank well, you. that wraps it up this week on Leadership with Darrell Gunter. I want you to wish you a very good weekend. And remember, leadership begins with you. WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Have a great weekend.